It's Monday morning, and you're tuned in to a clear-cut Hall of Fame podcast. These guys are highly caffeinated, they're entirely intolerable, and they're the patron saints of unpopular opinion. This is Just Buds. I'm Jack. Jack. Are you kidding me? Jack. I'm Jeff. Every channel. And this is Just Buds. Welcome back, Buds. Welcome back, Buds. I, your heart wasn't into that. Nope. We do. We use that part, but that's fine. We'll move on. Fifth time's the charm. Here we are, guys. Episode 23? 23. That is like eight, four, five, five episodes past what you wanted us to do. I think it's like... It's too shy of where I thought we should go. Seven episodes past where I thought we should go. Oh, so my eight was actually closer. I thought that was over-exaggerating. It's fine. Too shy of where I think we should go. You want 25? I've always thought that 25 feels right. It's what normal like sitcom TVs go for. That 70s show did 25 season episodes. Yeah, sitcom, like normal, like NBC, ABC, those kind of shows go for that 25. The big time stuff. Yeah, they go 25 episodes. Which, this is actually one of my, my topics, so this is not varying off of anything. I don't want to stop on a season. I, so I wanted to stop when we were in the teens. Yep. But we've been on a roll. Yeah. And I like what we've been putting I'm out. A, I'm recently. enjoying it. That, that three-week period where we had Roland Carter on made me miss it, made me want to like sit down and record. I mean, I, I that's, have... That's the best that we've been, though. Like, yeah. that's... I have so many notes from the three-week hiatus that you and I just took from not recording because we had episodes that I was like, oh, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about this. I want to talk about that. But we, we didn't need to sit down and record. We, you and I were busy. So it's like, let's... It's such I, a good feeling, it. though. Yeah. It's a good feeling recording an episode that's that much fun yeah. because it makes you want to do it again. It makes you want to have that much fun again. Yeah, that's We'll, we'll like get into it. three more episodes of just you and I and we're like... <sighs> Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna get to episode twenty-five without another guest. We're gonna have another thirty-one minute episode. Yeah, I did our average. We average a forty-one minute episode, and that's including the two-hour-long specials. And you know, I think when it's just you and I, thirty thirty-five minutes is perfect. When we have guests on, I don't think we should put the time restraint on. I think that's what we've been doing. So we've been. I mean, there's been times where, like, you will we'll be in a good conversation, and you'll look at me like, it's time to wrap this one up. There's, there's times, so, if it's just us, most of them have been between, we've had a 32-minute, and we've had a 35-minute, and those have been the shortest ones, mm-hmm. but then just us is an average of, like, 36 minutes, I think, and then us with a guest is an average of, like, 45 minutes, I think. Yeah, I mean, you and I, when... I feel like our conversations come to a natural end at that 35-ish minute mark. Where with a guest, I mean, we could go on for the hour. I'm so glad that our conversations and our podcasts don't end when my natural conversations end. Because my natural conversations end immediately after they start. Yeah, I was going to say, we could hit one bullet point and we'd be like, and don't forget to... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> My conversations are so easy. Like, someone says something, I say something back, and that's pretty much it. But that's how you and I naturally work in the, like, real world. Well, for the most part, or at least me, I'll give, like, a story, and then the response to the story is nice. 
yeah. and that's the end of well, the I'm conversation gonna, slash story. I don't like pretending that I'm interested in something. Yeah. If someone says something or if someone is doing something and they're telling me about it, that I'm actually like, hey, I kind of want to know more about that. I'll ask them about yeah, it. That's me to the core. But also, if they're saying, oh, yeah, I had a tough day at work, I'm like, I don't really care. Not in the slightest. Sorry about that. Yeah. Like, I, I have gotten up from tables with our friends and walked away. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, the last, when I mentioned that uh, Joey, Martin Joseph, Joey's, what fuck. Martin whatever. Joey Joseph Richardson. Junior. His, um, Junior. when I met his boss, it was because Tanner, Connor, and uh, Jimmy were talking about 401ks. And I was like, <laughs> I'm leaving this, this conversation. This isn't something I care about. So I stood up and walked away. I'm like, I'm done here. This, you're, I'm not going to fake to be like, oh, yeah. Well, at 23 years old, we could have started 401ks. Yeah. And we could know what they are and what they do. This is a good segue to another conversation I want to have. But I don't, I'm not in the mood. We're 23. We're supposed to be in our still fuck up years. We're not supposed to have 401ks well, yeah. You're planned. supposed to fix everything that you do in your 20s when you're in your 30s. Yeah. Like, when you're 30 years old, you start fixing what you fucked up in your 20s. Yeah. This, this tags into my, um, I'm not ready to give up. I mean, my childhood, my teens, I was never rebellious. I was never out there or whatever. I now legally can drink and smoke because Minnesota changed that law. Um, but I don't smoke. But, um... I'm talk, talking about tobacco here. Yeah. Um, I can legally do all these, like, rebellious things that teens and whatnot did. I can stay out. I'm young. I can, like, get hammered, go to work the next day, hungover a little bit. But, like, it's fine. But I never really experienced those days, and I'm not ready to give them up yet. Like, I'm not ready to be 30 and be like, God, I wish I would have had a better 20s. I have that feeling once in a while. Once in a while, I like just doing whatever, just being yeah, rebellious. Yeah, like I can't I imagine like being um, engaged and like she has life planned out. It seems like, and like you're only twenty three. Well, but the thing is, every time I wake up in the morning after I've had just a destructive night, mm-hmm. I wake up feeling like shit. I'm like, why did I do any of that? I have so many things that I need to get done. Yeah. I, just, I, I, I feel I like I need to be an adult. I just don't want to be an adult. But there's like there's really no pressure for us to be adults yet. Maybe not for you. No, I mean, there is. Because, like, I'm in charge of a theater for half of a day. Like, I'm in charge of, like, teenagers for the majority of their day basically that's so funny to think about you're in charge of teenagers i'm gonna be in charge of teenagers i'm gonna have a baseball team to be in charge of yeah and it's it makes you want to be an adult but then like you think we just ran into one of my football coaches the other like a couple weeks ago heartbreakers right he was hammered (laughs) that was five six years ago that he was my coach and he's still getting hammered on the weekends. Like, well, it's kind of weird to think that your coach is a normal person, right? Yeah. Like, Something... we should be able to do that. But, like, I feel the overwhelming need to be an adult and I can't participate in that kind of stuff anymore. But, like, I've never really participated in that. So it makes me feel like I'm missing out. Something I'm looking forward to. I saw a tweet. I don't go on Twitter very often at all. I hardly ever use my personal Twitter account. It's something that you and I need to work on is getting Tweeting. more engaged in our Twitter and yeah, social media. 
I always tweet out our episodes, so if, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can get the links to our episodes. But that's kind of it right now. I do that on Facebook. It's really the only thing we do on Facebook is post our... But I scrolled, like, it was for two seconds. I read one tweet on my personal Twitter account today, and it was from Fire Emoji. And she said one of... She's a soccer coach right now, and okay. she said that one of her players asked to use her as... A reference for her first job and that's one of the things i'm looking forward to like i hope that i can have these kids look up to me as that type of person mm-hmm. that would be cool i can guarantee you none of my coworkers are going to use me as a reference <laughs> why do you say that because well first off they all like me i'll just say they all like me i'm the easy one i know how to crack a whip and they all know it but i'm the easy one but it, we're so all accessible that I'm not going to be their go-to. You know what I mean? Like our GM, who most location, most like jobs, I feel like GMs aren't all that accessible to just team members. He's he's as accessible as I am. So like, why would they not just ask for his re- reference? So this is this is a really good lead-in to my El Jefe story. Perfect. I was at work early this morning, and I started out doing a whole bunch of night shifts. I've been closing a lot, mm-hmm. but on Sundays and Mondays, I'm I'm starting to transition to opening, to all the prep stuff, and so I've been meeting all these new people, and there's all sorts of different people that come for different days, and I don't really care who I work with. I get stuff done no matter what, but today I worked with Rolando and Maria. Two Mexicans, they speak mostly Spanish. I didn't understand what they were saying almost ever. They understand English, though? Cause, like, yeah, they I'm not understand English, and they, they can speak English. Okay. But they mostly do Spanish. And I could definitely tell they were talking mad shit about me. <laughs> like, we were all chopping cilantro up together, and I was way slower than them because I'm super-duper white and not that good with knives. And they'd look at me. And they'd say something in Spanish, and then they'd laugh and keep chopping off their cilantro <laughs> real quick. And I'd be like, what the fuck, man? I didn't know what to do. But, but I was a little upset about it until I realized they thought that I was their boss. Oh. They thought that I was in charge. They thought I was the manager. I mean, soon you will be. I will be soon, but I'm not. I've only worked there for three or four weeks. Yeah. And it was funny. It was because of a poorly timed El Jefe joke. When I introduced myself to him, because everyone, like, the guys I played baseball with at school, they nick, they named me El Jefe. Oh, okay. At least the pitchers did. They called yeah. me El Jefe just because, like, Jeff. my name is Jeff. Yeah. El Jefe in Spanish is the boss. the boss. Yep. And that's hilarious, because they didn't understand the part where I said, <laughs> my name is just Jeff. They just understood, I'm El Jefe. <laughs> That's all they understood. And so later on that day, some dude walks in and he had a delivery for us. And he was also Mexican. And he asked for El Jefe. And the other Mexicans (laughs) pointed towards me. And so I ended up signing for this delivery. He comes over to me and goes, El Jefe, sign please. And I'm like, what? (laughs) I just imagine first Maria pointing. And then um, the next guy, what was his name? It's either Rolando or Yolando. Rolando then pointing to you at the register like, 
Huh? <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> and it's so my boss, the actual boss, he's the GM who's also accessible, like you were saying. He doesn't know that they think that I'm the boss. <laughs> he does know that I signed for the stuff, but he doesn't know that I'm the boss. I mean, any, coming from somebody who signs for those, that's how anybody can sign for it. I know, anybody yeah. can. But, like, I kind of felt special yeah. because everyone, like, not everybody, but those two think that I'm the boss and they literally told the guy that I, I mean, was the boss. I mean, you should start taking power. I'm taking the power. <laughs> I'm El Jefe. For all they know, you I'm El Jefe. Now. You mop <laughs> No, but they're so fast at chopping stuff up. I can't chop stuff up that fast. I imagine these people are 30 or 40. I'm thinking mid-30s. Yeah, I mean, not to stereotype the type them, but they probably have had a lot of kitchen jobs. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. work hard. They're good, at, they're good at what they do. This is what, but your first kitchen, kitchen job. job? Yeah. Yeah. I've never, like, I've never had restaurant service experience or yeah. anything like that. This is all I've done. And I'm getting the hang of it. I can't get the, like, the knife motion right. I can't chop stuff up. We have what, like 20 bags of cilantro we cut up. There's like a little bit of a forward like yeah. rocking. And then I end up throwing all the cilantro off the front of my cut board. It, I'm a mess, basically. But they cut up 18 of the bags. I cut up two of them. That's how it worked. <laughs> that's, that's how it went this morning. That's why they kept muttering shit in Spanish and then laughing From at me. From somebody who is El Jefe... That's how it's supposed to be. You do two. The workers do eight. El Jefe only does two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll make sure to let them know that next yep. time they're saying Spanish stuff about me. Um, I do not have a good segue from there. Especially about the th- one thing I really wanted to talk about. What's the one thing you really want to talk about? Do you know what Heaven's Gate is? No. It's a cult. And Do I want to know oh, what Heaven's Gate is? So... I just want to give a branching what, what it is, but there's one specific thing I want to ask you. And I already think I know the answer, but I just want to like, I just want to kind of dive deep and give you some like. Is this something I'm going to be afraid to answer in public? No, no it won't be. Um, so Heaven's Gate, they're a cult. They don't like to be called a cult. But no cult likes to be called a cult. <laughs> like Scientology. They don't like to be called a cult. I mean, every religion is a cult. Pretty true. Just yeah. some are bigger than others. Yeah. Like Christianity, huge cult. Huge cult. Um, we're going to get a lot of hate for that, but I actually, <laughs> I actually believe that. Like Christianity is actually just a cult that has been accepted by society. That's for another podcast. So we, we can talk about another podcast, too. I have an opinion on that, too. I kind of agree with you. Every time I go to church, whenever I don't know what people mutter under their breath. Sounds like we're gonna get into this one. No, we don't. We don't have to. Just let me say this quick. Whatever people like the prayers people say, heaven, uh, our Father who art in heaven, yep. all that stuff. It all sounds so deep, and everyone's saying it, and it doesn't sound like anyone truly wants to believe it, but they're saying it anyway. It sounds like a cult. It sounds like they're being forced to say it. The only thing that uh, Christianity is missing for a cult, in my opinion, is a con, um, a uniform. No, well, yay, but I mean, when you go to Christian schools, you're in uniform. True. Um, a convict? I, no, not a convict. A, you know, a, an area where everybody lives together. A brothel. Mm, <laughs> no, that's not what it is. Let's let's move on. We'll, we'll have another podcast okay. about this. So, Heaven's Gate. 
They don't like to be called a cult, but they're a cult. In the late 90s, I believe it was, they believed that um, the... You're going to want to fact check me on this one because I'm not 100% if it's this comet, but it's I believe it's called the Hillbob Comet. Comet? Yeah. Um, they believed that behind that comet coming past Earth was a UFO type thing. And so everybody in this cult dressed in all purple with black. What, what did you say the comet's name was? Hillbob? Hellbob? Something like that. Hail Bob. Hail Bob. I when you, you said Hail Bob, I typed in H I L L B O B. Hail Bob. That's what I. It's that's how I pronounced it. Hail Bob Comet. Perhaps um, the most widely observed comet of the 20th century. So they believed behind that comet was a hidden UFO slash plane type thing, and so every it was a mass suicide of this cult, except for some um, chosen air quotes here, chosen few to stick around to pass on the religion slash obtain the the um, website they had and just kind of everything that they, to keep the thing kind of. What's this cult called? What are, Heaven's Gate. Um, they dressed in all purple, had black and white um, Nikes, and they had a specific amount of money in their pockets when they killed themselves and they all did it in the same location. That, I'm not talking, uh, like, I don't mean anything about this cult. I just, it's some background. Um, some of the men in this cult went beyond, like, above and beyond, went to Mexico to get um, castrated, to become, to stay as pure as can be for when they move on to the next world to make sure that they get accepted in. And my question for you is, is there anything in your world, life, or like full-on belief that you would castrate yourself? No. Me either. Like, There's I, nothing... Did you say anything about them killing themselves? Yep, it was a That's mass suicide. I, yeah. I was reading that at the same time as you were saying it. So what it says is... The deceased 21 women and 18 men of varying ages were all found lying peacefully in matching dark clothing and Nike sneakers and had no, no noticeable signs of blood or trauma. It was later revealed that the men and women were members of Heaven's Gate religious cult, whose I, leaders preached that suicide would allow them to leave their bodily containers, in air quotes, and enter an alien spacecraft hidden behind the Hale-Bopp comet. Yep. Um, I believe this is actually where the term drink the Kool-Aid comes from. I think it is. I remember this. Yeah. This was No, I don't remember this because it was in 97. No. And that's yeah. when I was born. But uh, I'm like 99% sure that's where that, that phrase drink the Kool-Aid came from. I think from. there's another thing similar to that where they actually drank air quotes Kool-Aid. Oh, really? And died like it was poison. They all, they all yeah. it was mass suicide that way. But that brings up another question. Is there anything that you could possibly want that would make you want to kill yourself and get to the next place? No. Because the uh, same answer, absolutely Maybe not. Maybe I would chop off a finger to make it to heaven. It, but like, okay. I, but like I would go through purgatory 
I might. Maybe, maybe a finger. Maybe a toe. I'd be more apt to do like a toe Like, if my than a options finger. are go to purgatory for a long amount of time and get my sins burned out of me and then go to heaven or castrate myself on earth, I'm going to purgatory. I am not religious enough to know what purgatory is. It's where, like, so the belief is for Christianity or Catholic, I'm not sure the difference really, is. You go to purgatory as a waiting room, basically. So it's like the DMV of heaven and hell. That sounds like shit. You get judged by St. Peter, I believe it is, at the gates of heaven. And he goes, you're good or you're bad. And if you're not good but you're not bad, you go to purgatory to get your sins burned out of you, basically. So then you can be pure and make it into heaven. If you're just straight out bad, you go to hell. If you're straight out good, you go to heaven. That, that that's my loose understanding of explaining. I'm sure there's more. That's a perfect depth explanation yeah. for somebody like me. Yeah, I just I don't fully understand it. I don't understand what people believe. All I know it's it's a limbo esque place. It's, it's I understand limbo. It's up because in the air of Inception. Just, yeah. All I know is I don't want to die. That's all I know. We mm. talked about fears. Yeah. Number one fear is death. Really? I yeah. I am terrified. I do not want to die. Why? Because there's there's so many things. Like, I understand being scared of how you die, but, like, death on its own is not, I don't think it's a very, like, it's, no matter what is on the other side, it's peaceful. I just don't feel the same way. It's, it's, it's the unknown. And there's so many unknowns that I love, like space. I love space. Because it's something that can be studied, and it's something that you can learn more about. You like facts. I like facts. I like solid things. Nobody knows. I, like, I don't care if you believe in Jesus, if you believe in God. Nobody knows what happens after you die. So I say that I am Catholic, and I believe in God and Jesus and all that. But when I really like think about death, I find peace in just being in the dirt. All of my worries are gone. All of my everything is just at an end. I used to have that idea. The only fear that I have is I'm right and there is heaven and hell and I might end up in hell. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't even have that as a fear. Like the the idea of heaven and hell is so abstract to me that I don't think it's... My brain doesn't process it as a possibility. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's real. I think that when you die, you die. It's the end. And but I, what's scary about the end? I don't want there to be an end. I love every single day that I live on this earth. And some days suck. Some days are horrible. Like, there's terrible people in this world yeah. make your life shit. But I love being here. And I don't, it, I'm so fearful for it to end. I believe in a core. So, like, I go through my own depressions from time to time. But I believe to my core that life is about peaks and pits. And you can only appreciate a peak by experience a pit. And so, like, when people talk about suicide being an out, I feel like, the fuck are you talking about? Once you're done with this pit, you'll hit a peak. And you'll appreciate the peak even more so. Yes, that pit might take forever. And suicide is never the answer. Because there's always going to be a peak eventually. And that peak will always be the greatest point. But I, I'm, like, I'd be ready, like... Like, I talk about it all the time. Like, if I died tomorrow, I'd be at peace with that. Like, 
It, it's not it's not in my hands to die unless of course you do unless of course I commit a suicide. But I would never because that I yeah just I would never. But like it it's just peaceful to me to believe that if I were to die from a car accident from my from whatever, it's not in my hands to like change that. It's just it's a peaceful like. I don't think I'd be at peace. There's so many things I haven't seen. I haven't been out of the country. But I've like, been to Canada, but fuck Canada. Canada doesn't fucking count. But like you dead, so like you don't have to you when as far as like my understanding, your consciousness isn't gonna be like, oh fuck, I missed out on the rest of the world. Like you're dead. You're just But doesn't the fact that done. you're completely unconscious, you're not gonna dream, you're not gonna think, you're never gonna wake up. Doesn't that just it's just it bothers me i experienced in my life what is possible for me to experience like i don't have the money to go to barcelona for a month and a half to experience barcelona i've experienced in my life what i've been able to accomplish in my life and i've made the most of it and so if tomorrow i died i'd be like it was it was done i was good my biggest fear would be that i wasn't able to achieve my what i want to in making at least one movie in my life but even at that i'd be like i tried i got it to a point where i can try and i experienced that to a point where i'd be like it's over i'm an, and like it is what it is maybe i just haven't achieved what i want to in my life and dare i say too deep <laughs> way fucking too deep too fucking deep. One Episode of, one, baby. One of the things on my list of talking about today was my obsession with Impractical Jokers. This is way deeper. Yeah, way deeper. You want to know what? We, you know, the, the I voice? just wanted to talk about whether or not you would castrate yourself. No, I wouldn't. This got way you deeper. You know the show The Voice? <laughs> yeah. It was on tonight. I was watching it with my parents before we went to the bar. And... Weren't you at uh, school be- or in school? I was, but in, it ended... In school? I was in class, but it ended a little bit early, so I got to watch oh. The Voice. And Nick Jonas is one of the new judges. It's Blake Shelton, Don't- who... Oh, The Voice. Okay, yeah, I'm thinking yeah. mass, mass Blake thing. Shelton. I can put up with him. I don't like country. He's a big country star. It's, it's whatever, yeah. like musician, famous. I mean, but look, you have to have that mixed in. You can't have just all pop. All like you have to like have a, right. A but country also, guy. there's John to... Legend. He that's John Legend, right? I thought it was John Mayer. No, uh, it's John Legend. I haven't watched in a long time, so it's, I'm not sure. It's John Legend. I respect him. Great musician. Great voice. Don't like his music is my favorite, but it's whatever. He's one of the judges. Then, uh, who's Kelly Clarkson, I think. From American Idol? Yep. Just a dipshit. She is the dumbest person on that show by far. I can't stand her. But Nick Jonas, fourth judge. He's the new fourth judge. Mm-hmm. And I was standing in the kitchen. My mom was making dinner and I was talking to her. And I go, I can't believe Nick Jonas is a judge on The Voice right now. And she goes... Nick Jonas is from the Backstreet Boys, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Mom, no. It's in his name. <laughs> Jonas Brothers, Mom. Mom, Jonas Brothers. That's the only thing I wrote down for this episode, was my mom thought Nick Jonas was in the Backstreet Boys. Wow. And I thought it was hilarious. What, what's your problem with him being uh, on the judge? I have no problem with okay, him being on. 
I was gonna say like he he's in the the spotlight of he's in the celebrity right now. Trying to rebrand himself as just Jonas rather than the Jonas Brothers didn't work. He's still a Jonas brother. Well, I mean, not there's that, but also like he's in both the Jumanji movies that have made multi multi millions of dollars. Was the second Jumanji movie good? Actually, I mean, not as good as the first one, but it was actually, it was good. Because I still really want to see it. I loved the first one. Yeah, the first one is pure gold. Like, it is way better than the the Robin Williams one. It's a superstar movie. It is so good. Those movies don't always work, but it works. Jack Black being a teenage blonde chick was was pure gold. It was so perfect. But I need to see the second one. Second one, really, really good. Hits all the same things that you want to hit. There's one actress. Um, no, nah, don't, don't don't tell no, me. No, I'll no, see no. it for myself. Uh, her name is Aquafina. She, not spelled the same way. She's Asian. I think that's actually. Is it name. the one from the TV show? Yeah. That TV show looks so goddamn dumb. Yeah, I I agree. I have not. Is seen... she in it? Yeah. I don't want to see it anymore. No, 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 no. Hold it, hold it. I have not seen one thing of this TV show except for commercials. I agree. Looks stupid as fuck. The only thing I have seen her in is this movie. She plays an old Jewish man so well. Like you okay, take maybe I still you want to take see Jack Black's white chick impression. It is it is tit for tat with that impression. She does old Jewish man so fucking well. Maybe I still want to see it then. What were we talking about before the movies? Where were we going? Impractical Jokers? No, Nick Jonas. Nick Jonas. We were talking about Nick Jonas and how he's in the spot. What else is he in the spotlight for? I mean, he's got... It's just the. It's just his, that movie, but then he's also a musician. So, like, he's got rising fame from the movies where his musician stuff who has always is stayed where Jonas it is. Brothers? Mark and Tom or who? No, that's Blink-182. <laughs> Uh, um, I don't know. Nick, Joe, and is Nick the one with diabetes? There was always Disney commercials about Nick and his diabetes. I think I have no idea. I just know that Nick is the one that's in the movies right now. There's okay. Joe Jonas, Nick Jonas, and I don't know. I don't Nick's know doing well for himself, though. He is. Congrats He's to him. I'm I'm okay with him being okay. a judge. Plus, it was funny because he literally went on the stage with one of the people that tried out on The Voice and started singing with him. And it was it was pretty good. Like, he did that to try and get him on his team. I don't like shows like that. You know, I, I hate reality shows. Yeah. But that one makes me laugh sometimes, so I'm okay with it. Ex- Impractical Jokers isn't really a reality show, is it? Uh, technically, yeah, it's unscripted reality. Technically, it's... Okay, it's not completely unscripted. Let's be real. It's not. But like they have writers and they they sit down and write and whatnot. So I guess but technically, it, it because is, it's real people, it's a reality show. It it's technically unscripted reality because it's real people with hidden cameras and they don't like read a script. They don't have like Sal says this at this point in time. Except for when they write down what they say for each other. Yeah. So correct me if I'm if you think I'm wrong, but I think the only two only three reality shows I like are Impractical Jokers, mm-hmm. The Voice, and Lego Masters. You like that Lego Master show? 
I just like Legos a lot. Okay. I so, hate I it's an unpopular opinion, but I hate Legos. Did you watch Lego Masters? No. They make some dope shit. So this- Kristen we watch it together. She watches it for the drama in it because people cry. And I can't stand it. I hope no, everyone that's, that that's cries on that show crying. gets kicked off. So I when I was in Los Angeles, I met people who were on reality shows. Like those kind of shows, like the competition. They're, those are literally actors. Those are they take those jobs as, um, like, you know, like resume buffs. Like, hey, I was on the show. Like, it, like it, it, they're That's so annoying. I would say that ninety nine percent of those people aren't true. Like Top Chef, I'd say ninety nine percent of those people aren't actually like chefs trying to be chefs. They're people who know how to cook and maybe not maybe not top chef because they're like actually competing but like you know what i mean they, i know what you mean they're they're just they're there to make their resume more impressive that they've been on tv i don't it, it's so fake they're a bunch of joey tribbianis yeah yeah um, Impractical jokers what were you gonna say so i just want to say right now i was a little nervous that they wouldn't do well at the box office. Are they doing well at the box office? They were number number one this weekend with $2.6 million. And that was limited. Yeah, limited release. They were number one. So hopefully that comes around so I can watch it. Yeah, I hope it gets to Minnesota. I really want to see that. Yeah, like I would go to an... an I haven't paid for a movie in a year and a half. Yeah, I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> You're the manager. I get it. It's cool. I would go to another movie theater and pay for that to go see that movie just to support them. Um, the last, the only movie, no, no, the last movie I saw twice, the only movie I saw, sorry, I've seen two movies twice, let's start with that. Okay. One of them was Tower Heist, I saw it once on my own, it was funny, I saw it another time with my parents and grandparents and sister, it was still funny. Yeah. I like Eddie Murphy, funny movie, I like whoever plays Ferris Bueller, I don't remember his name, still funny. Matthew Broadway, Broderick. Yep, you're right. Eddie Murphy was not good in movies until that one, and he's not good in movies since. But You're right. He and plays then, a crook really well. <laughs> I wonder why. And well, then the I other, didn't say it. <laughs> and then the other movie that I've seen twice is Dinner for Schmucks, which if you've ever seen it, it's a terrible, horrible, so no good, very bad movie. Bad. I, I hated it. I don't like... What's his face? What's the... Steve Carell? I don't like Steve Carell, which surprises me. He's good. He's he, great. He's another one of those guys that plays the same character in every movie. He doesn't. You've only watched him in The Office and as a schmuck, and maybe forty-year-old version Evan Almighty. Okay, but what about um, uh, Whip Whiplash? Haven't seen it. I've seen. I haven't either. But like, I know Anchorman. For a, I know for a Anchorman fa- too. I know for a fact that Whiplash is not that character. How about um, Love Crazy? Oh, what is that movie? Crazy Love Drunk. Crazy Love. No. I know what you're thinking of. I've seen With it. With Emma Wasn't Stone. That good. I I actually haven't seen it, but I know for a fact he doesn't play that character. Crazy Stupid Love. Crazy not Stupid that Love. Good. I didn't imagine it would be, but I know for a fact he doesn't play that that fumbling character in that. Uh, there's another one where he's like one of the last survivors on Earth, 
and he ha- or maybe he has 30 days to live and he picks up a hitchhiker maybe if like i that. saw some of his serious movies i'd enjoy them but i uh, i don't think you would but i'm just saying he doesn't always play that character so let's not <laughs> i don't like stupid characters jim carrey n- plays stupid characters always will ferrell plays that- stupid characters always steve carell plays stupid characters always that's something i want to go back on i agree i don't like will ferrell's movies I'm turning around on him as a person. No, he's definitely got some funny stuff. I think I've his listened TV's to a couple be- of his interviews. Yeah. I mean, he's not a bad guy. He, I, TV is the best place for him. He just makes dick-ass movies. Movies, yeah, his movies aren't good or funny. It's like, Talladega Nights and Elf are my favorite movies that he's ever made. Actually, there's one movie where he's, um... He his life is being written by a writer in the same world. Have you ever seen that movie? Are you talking about the Lego movie? Because if you are, I'm gonna no, kick you in the face. No, I'm not. It has um, some old dude who is an author. <laughs> I don't remember who it is. <laughs> That's a great, great description. I'll just leave it right there. I don't know who it is. It's an old dude. <laughs> he is he's an author in like so in our Earth. He's an author, and he it, it would be like I'm writing about a character named Jeffrey. He's engaged to his high school sweetheart, and he works at Chipotle. And you would be like, that's my life. You're, you're writing my life. And, but we don't know each other. Like, I'd be in New York, you'd be in California. So, you know, like, we're, we're far away, but, like, I'm writing a story that just also happened to be your exact life. That'd be kind of neat. It's a, it's a, it's actually a really good movie with Will Ferrell. It's not, it, it has funny points, but it's not a comedy. I have a question. It, it's a really good movie. Yep. What did you want to say about Impractical Jokers? That is right. I just wanted to say that I've, like, I've always loved their show. Same. But recently, I've been really obsessed with their show, to the point where, like, when I'm at work, it's the first thing I go straight to the bar to turn on, um, True, True TV. TV on both <laughs> TVs, which. To be fair, my boss puts on the Food Network channel, so I'm like, we're changing well, it. From I'm okay that. with both of those. I like watching. I don't know. I don't remember if I like cooking. I think I like Food Network well, over Cooking Channel. Oh uh, yeah, it's the Food Network. Let me just tell you, during the day, Food Network only shows uh, Chopped or Kids Chopped or Guy Fieri reruns. That's at night. <laughs> <laughs> so you can only watch Chopped and then back to back Chopped with Junior Chopped. So many times you feel like, mm, enough chopped. We're done right, making Right, but I, I also get sick of Impractical Jokers if I see the same episode over and over. See, that's the thing. I don't. And that's where my obsession comes. Because I own every single episode of that I show. I know. I've, I've been mooching off you. It's great. Well, that, that's why I gave it to you. So I have seasons 2 through 15 on Vudu. I have season 1 on YouTube. I will literally watch all of them. <laughs> over and over and over consuming to the point where i can see an episode title and be like i don't like how that punishment ends but i don't remember remember yeah, the rest. some of the punishments punishments i don't like yeah so I, I i go i i know the title don't like the punishment don't remember the the contents of the episode so i'll watch the entire episode Skip get, punishment. get to the punishment go to the next episode i'd so before you gave me your password, I, I did the same thing except on television. Whenever it was on True TV, I'd turn it on, 
but I'd know the punishment coming, so I just flip the channel and watch something else mm. until the next episode. Um, but then I takes it one step farther mm. with my obsession. How? So my favorite podcast. Tell him, Steve, Dave. Brian Quinn is the third person in that podcast. There's three people: Brian Johnson, Walt Flanagan, and Brian Quinn. Brian Johnson and Walt Flanagan are tied. We're high school friends with Kevin Smith, so it all—it's all one big circle here. Because we need to talk Speaking about Kevin of Smith. Kevin Smith. We haven't talked about him in a long Shout time. Shout us out, big guy. He's in episode two hundred for the Impractical Jokers. Um, so that's how that was my intro. Was Kevin Smith into Brian Johnson, Walt Flanagan, tell him Steve, Dave, and I learned. Oh, Brian Quinn from Impractical Jokers is in this. How did that happen? I learned the whole story. They have 400, and I think they released 424 today, episodes on the, of their podcast. I have listened for the last, let's see, I was at Stout three years ago, four, year, four years ago. Yeah, four years ago. I have been listening to Tell Him Steve Dave for four years. They have 400 episodes. I have listened to literally episode one through 424. I don't even have a number. For four years, I've listened from one, 1 to 424 for four years straight, on loop. I don't listen to any other podcast, literally on loop. My life is filled with Brian Quinn. And I don't know how I, think, I feel about I it. I think he's my favorite Joker, too. He's definitely my favorite. Either him or Joe are my favorite Joker. Really? Yeah. Sal and... I, th- I think I'm a... Like, I love Sal and Mer's relationship. I've sent you, we've had several conversations about me going back and forth. Like, I think I like Sal or Q better. I've had this conversation with a lot of people. I think I am a mixture of Sal and Q into one person. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I've got two things to right, say. Right now, I'm, I'm, I'm on a swing of Sal. Sal's my favorite, even though I'm filled with Q. Sal's my least favorite right now. What? Yeah. I don't want to get into it, but I have two things to say. One, I hope... I hope that we have at least one person that listens to us as religiously as you listen to that podcast. Me too. And two, we've got to sign off before I piss my pants. I got to pee so bad. Should I open this or are we doing another one? We can do another one. I just got to pee really bad. Okay, go ahead. All right. Before I go to pee, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Jack underscore and underscore Jeff. On Instagram, we are Just Buds Podcast. That is one word, Just Buds Podcast. Like our page on Facebook, Just Buds Official with a period. If you have any business inquiries, send us an email at justforbuds at gmail.com. That is the number four. You can follow us on and subscribe and comment and whatever else you want on Spotify, iTunes, and almost anywhere else you can find podcasts. Next season, we're going to be streaming on uh, Twitch. Find us at Just Buds Podcast. That is one word, Just Buds Podcast. Our homepage is on anchor.fm slash justbuds-podcast, just-buds-podcast, sorry, where donations are graciously accepted. And remember, guys, everything is simpler with a bud. This is Jack and Jeff signing signing off. off. Hey, suits, fuck off.